I'm very excited to be here today to talk to you about the reason why I'm on the planet. I've discovered through this work uh, I've been doing with Redwan Samudin, who you can see on the screen there, that all the work I've been doing in my entire life has been to prepare me for being a partner for possibility and for launching this idea um, in South Africa. So the idea is that business leaders get the opportunity to be in a co-learning and co-action partnership with school principals. The idea came from um, a number of things. The one was the Dinner King scenarios that called for the walk together strategy or scenario. The second was a realization in 2010 that education has to be a national priority. And maybe it's even more important than hosting a World Cup. And the third thing was um, my two children, just want to take you back to them, who will have the fullest right to look back or to, to ask me in 2020 when, when the kind of re results of the current education crisis plays out, they will have the fullest right to look at me and say, Mum, you knew. What did you do about education? So today, we have, across the country, 56 business leaders partnered with 56 school principals, and we have some of them in the room, so I'd wonder if you could just... The partners and principals for possibility, can you show your hands? That's amazing, an amazing feeling to see you all in the room. And that work is currently impacting about 56 teams of educators and therefore 40,000 leaders, learners. And we have business leaders from many different organizations currently working with us and, and with school principals. Our vision is to have 2,000 business leaders by 2017 working with school principals. And I was thinking about how do I share some of the wonderful things about what we've experienced. And the best thing I could do was to share my own story. So I have often said that I have learned more from being Ridwan's partner than I've learned from being an MBA and a doctorate and many different leadership development courses. That my involvement with Kanamea Primary and the Grassy Park community has been the most significant leadership development experience I have had. We've had many defining moments. One was in 2010 when Greg Flotman, many of you will know him, uh, called together a group of principals we had in the room under Pretorius, Terence Klassen and, and Ridwan, uh, and we asked them what would it take for them to want to be part of this? What would need to happen in this leadership development process, this co-learning, co-action partnership? And they said three things. They said, first of all, can you make sure that the business leaders know that principals do not want to be fixed? There's been enough, everybody has fixed a principle on their to-do list, and we don't want to be fixed. The second thing they said, and can you make sure that people know that we don't want to be the dumping ground of their second-hand Pentiums? <laughs> but we would love to them to come to us if they are willing to consider the possibility that they may learn something from this partnership too that it isn't going to be just a one-way business to, to principles, but actually there's, a, there's going to be a two-way learning process. And I can speak to you um, ad nauseum about that experience. And I want to talk, I thought, I wanted to share a few ideas from, from this journey with you. So I started to work as Ridwan's partner in April 2010. And I'm going to share with you the gifts I received from working in the Grassy Park community and with Ridwan at Kanamai Primary, but then also my learnings. 
Firstly, the gifts, apart from discovering the reason why I'm on the planet and my purpose, um, I have experienced and received from Kanama the gift of belonging. I'm a white woman, privileged, grew up in the apartheid era, uh, lived in the UK, came back, felt very uncomfortable because I couldn't find my space. And I have never experienced a sense of belonging as I have in Kanamea. The other thing I've learned from Ridwan and Kanamea and Grassy Park community is what it means to be part of a gift-based community. Uh, the first meeting I had with Ridwan, he, at the end of the meeting, he walked to his cupboard and said, I have a gift for you. And this is new because I don't get gifts when I go to my corporate clients. And he took out of his cupboard a white, freshly baked bread. Because down the road from, Grassi, from Kanamea Primary, there is this amazing baker and they bake white bread. And Ridwan wanted me to go home with a gift from the Grassy Park community. So that's been kind of indicative of what I've learned. I thought I'll share five leadership lessons. The, one I've, the first thing I've learned is that the delivery vehicle of my expertise is my humanity. Now that's something that I have taught for many years, but it was head stuff. And being in Grassy Park and in Kanamea, I realized that none of my trappings of success was going to make any difference. It was going to get me an invitation back. I had to be human, warts and all. I had to be vulnerable. I had to admit that I didn't have the answers, that I didn't know. And that opened an opportunity for a relationship with me in that community. Second thing I realized or I learned is what it means to be helpful. Peter Block says, replace help with curiosity. It was only when I became really interested and curious about Ridwan and uh, the Grassy Park community that I could make a contribution. Now imagine how many business leaders could learn from be replacing help with curiosity. Because help really is just another form of colonialism. And it's time for us to become more in tune with that. Second thing I learned, or the third thing I learned, was what it means to collaborate around, across boundaries. Now we often talk about boundary spanning as a key leadership competency. If you leave your corporate office at Old Mutual or NetBank or any of the large corporates and go and sit in the tent or in the classroom or in the library at Kanamea, something shifts for you and the community at Kanamea. That ability to become, to learn what it means to be present in an environment so different from the one you normally spend your time in. One of the things that's been amazing for me is that acceptance, despite the fact that I don't look like a normal corporate puppy. And I've never felt, I don't, I don't dress up, I, I don't know how to do that. I don't have any talent for dressing up like you do in corporate South Africa. And when I go to Kanamea, that's fine. And I, have, I can just be there. And actually what I've learned is it's much more valuable for me to just show up being there, caring, being interested, being willing to listen and be present and witness what they're working on is much more valuable than bringing all of my experience and my expertise and my smart car and my smart clothes. Uh, and that's been an amazing discovery for me around the value of just showing up and being present. Fourth thing I learned is, is really a new definition of leadership. Now again, I've, I've taught this stuff. I've been, I've been telling people this story for many years, but I had to go to Kanamea for this to become real. And actually, I've realized that this story I'm going to tell you now has made it possible for me to make a contribution. So many years ago, I was in a, in a um, session at Ashridge Consulting in, in, America, uh, in the UK, and I was 
being incredibly passionate, enthusiasm and excitement, you know, like I am, in, in a session. And at the end of the session, someone came up to me and she said, would you mind if I gave you some feedback? Now, I don't know what happens to you in that moment, but I can tell you. <laughs> so I wanted to run a mile. I said, but the only answer I could possibly give is, I would love to hear your feedback. <laughs> to which she responded, let's go for a walk. <laughs> so we went for a walk, and she said the following words, and I think Ridwan and the Kanama community must have you know, thanked her many times for this. She said... Louise, I need you to know what happens to me when you are so certain. So I realized that my enthusiasm and passion and all of that stuff was experienced as certainty by her. And she said, I need you to know what happens to me when you are so certain. My voice goes completely quiet because there is no space in your certainty for my voice to be heard. And then she continued. And what I need you to do is to hold certainty a little more lightly so that there's space for my voice too. So what I've learned as a business leader who can be pretty certain that when I arrived at Kanamea, I had to learn how to hold certainty lightly. And in me holding certainty lightly, cr that created an opportunity for people to find their own solutions and, and often solutions that are, were much better than any of the solutions I could have su suggested. The, the alternative to certainty as a leadership competency is symphonia. So Ben Zander often says that Mandela was the first leader of symphonia because he created a space for every voice to be heard. And then the last thing, and I'm, I can feel myself go again, that I have to, um, that I realize from working at Kaname is it's very difficult for me to talk about because for almost 50 years I've been relentlessly pursuing significance and validation and degrees. I mean, I've got four degrees, for goodness sake. You have to have something wrong with you when you go there. <laughs> so I have been pursuing acceptance, meaning, all that stuff. And what I've learned from going to Kaname Primary and being read once partner is that who I am is enough. So my question to all of you is, are you ready for a life-changing experience? Because there's nothing more significant and more fulfilling than being a partner to a school principal.